If you have definite opinions about the presence of Hawaiian rolls and plain jello at Easter dinner, or if your dog somehow channels your personality, or if you've ever considered that the item you're about to receive for Christmas is a three-foot dildo, then this is the episode for you. Welcome to Sidetrack Legacies number 56. This week, we're talking about kids, same and different. Michelle's legacy writing is titled, A Little Bit of This and A Little Bit of That. We talk about how her kids each follow in her genetic footsteps when it comes to aversion to change, reactions, and the way they deal with psychological challenges. We laugh about how you can tell just how much your children look like you by using Snapchat filters. We also get into how she can manipulate motivate or encourage one of her kids to do what she wants because of the power of using your same love language. Welcome. This is the Sidetrack Legacies podcast, and I'm your host, Lisa Hoffman. Do you have ideas and thoughts that you'd like to share with your children or grandchildren? Have you learned some life lessons that might help others? If you answered yes to either of these questions, you need to get it down on paper. The world needs your stories, values, wisdom. We call this legacy work. The Sidetrack sisters have been getting together to write for years, and the topic that we most enjoy writing about is ourselves, who we are, what we've done, and what we believe. Now, we want to extend the invitation for others to join us. So grab a notebook, journal, or laptop and listen in while the Sidetrack sisters share thoughts and tips on how to uncover, communicate, and preserve your stories. So one more quick thing before we dive into today's episode. Please rate and review the Sidetrack Legacies podcast because it will help others find us. And also, be sure to subscribe or follow us on Google Play, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening to be notified whenever we have a new episode. And now, here we go. Hey, Shell. Hey, Lise. How are you? Good. How are you? Good. Are you um, are working hard or hardly working? I am working hard, actually, today. <laughs> Believe it here, or not. Here's my, my, my work partner. Aww. Yeah, Pickle is laying on my lap, and she's keeping my kneecaps warm. Well, Bleachy was just in here screaming at me to pet her again. <laughs> I, I swear, Lily has Lily. The, you know, my dog has taught her how to be an att- attention whore. <laughs> so yeah, Bleachy comes in, meow, and you know, reaches her paw to me, and I pet her head, and then I let I stop, and then meow. It's like, yes, honey, I know you're there, but she won't let me pick her up or anything. You know, oh. she just wants no, she just, she just wants to. Sit- she just wants okay. me to rub her head constantly and like incessantly. Give her attention. Yeah. Well, right exactly. now, Pickle is laying on my lap and I think she's working on a hairball. Oh, and, nice. Um, yes. Yeah, as, so lo- hmm. as long as it doesn't come out on your leg. <laughs> right. Can you hear this? Yeah. Can you hear this? Listen. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. Every morning I'm finding a, a hairball with um, Easter grass in it. Oh no. I know. And I'm like, all right, who's eating the, you know, it's like, I've got one basket that for my Easter lilies and I don't have the Easter lilies yet. And so I, you know, I've got one basket that has just Easter grass in it and somebody keeps eating some of the Easter grass. And I'm like, <laughs> and then of course this morning they puked up on the dining room table. Excellent. I'm like, thank, thank you, you guys. Much. I really appreciate it. <laughs> Although it's, 
I mean, better, worse, not sure. It's at least I could see it, you know, instead of, you know, stepping in it. Plastic Easter grass or the the plastic Easter grass. That's not good. No, I know. I know. That's what today I'm getting the Easter lilies. So they won't be able to get to the Easter grass. Okay. Because I mean that, that corrugated, you know, that, that. Yeah. The mm -hmm. paper is now. So. Yeah, I use that mostly. This is just left over in a basket. And yeah, but as I say, dining room table versus, you know, stepping in it and sliding through it, you know. (laughs) Oh, that's a pleasant note. Let's start there, (laughs) Shell. That's a great idea. Uh, I, I do tend to tell you some disgusting <laughs> stories when we start off, I, I swear. <laughs> oh, okay, well. so this week we are talking about our kids. Are yep. they the same or different than us? Yes. And your legacy writing is called? A little bit of this and a little bit of that. Okay, let's hear it. Right. Black and I've always been told I look just like my mom. I could never really see it myself until I was about 18. I was doing my makeup at her vanity and she was standing behind me looking from her face to mine and back again. It suddenly hit me and I started to cry stating, Oh my God, I do look like you really nice. Right. I'm sure mom really appreciated my tears. I don't know why I cried. I think mom looks great and always has. I should be so lucky to look just as good as she does. When I had kids, I wondered what traits they would have for me and what they would get from their dad. They truly are a mixture of the two of us. First characteristic, adverse to change. I'm not a fan of change at all. Growing up, mom always had to give me ample warning if something was going to be different than the year before, or I may have a meltdown. (laughs) It could be something as minimal as not having plain jello at Easter, or there will be more than just family at the family holiday. But I had to be informed ahead of time. This trait lasted well into adulthood. When my kids came along, that irritation lessened for me, but escalated in them. Both Bradley and Jessica are still this way. I have to give them a heads up when there is there's a change of plans so they can prepare themselves. They no longer have the meltdown, but I think knowing how it used to make me feel as a kid, I've been able to recognize and alleviate their issues before it happened. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Nathan, on the other hand, can roll with the punches and he's always been able to adapt to changes. Second characteristic, words of affirmation. When talking about the five love languages, I am definitely a words of affirmation type person. I need to get recognition from people in order to feel loved and valued. This is one way that Nathan definitely follows after me. He has always been my go-to guy when I need help. As he got older and I had shared the five love languages with him, he started to become a little bit concerned that I just used this method in order to get his help doing things around the house. Hey, Nate, I know you, I can always count on you. Will you help me with dot, dot, dot. I have to admit, sometimes I may have used this knowledge to my advantage. Number three, looks. In the area of looks, Jessica and Bradley definitely take after me. Jessica has been called my mini me for as long as she's been around. When people that knew me as a child see her, they always tell her how much she looks like me. We actually tease in our family that we have triplets. My cousin Andrea also looks like me. When Andrea introduces Jess and me, she'll say, this is Jessica. This is what I used to look like. And this is Michelle. This is what I'm going to look like. (laughs) With Bradley, I never realized how much he and I looked like until I used the Snapchat filter that made me into a boy. And I thought I was looking at a picture of Brad. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Fourth characteristic, reactions. I love to get a reaction out of people. I'm like my mom in this sense. And and this is another area where Nate and I are the same. Nate is a prankster and always has been. Mm -hmm. He loves to see how people react and loves to make people react. I am too. Mom used to stick Judy with pins to see her jump. 
Well, I used to sing to my cousin Matt, I hate you, you hate me, we chased Barney up a tree when a shot rang out and Barney hit the floor, no more purple dinosaur, and he'd get so upset. Well, Nate used to tell Jess she was adopted just to make her cry. <laughs> the fifth characteristic is psychological challenge. Jessica has always, or is, is also very much like me in the personality quirks area. Mom always tells me what a psychological challenge I was growing up, and Jess is no different. Jess never had a chance of getting away with something, because if I knew the situation, I could predict how she was feeling and what mm -hmm. she was thinking. When Jess goes to her room and seems to be sulking, there's no reason to go in and talk to her about it, because she just wants to be alone. If you give her any suggestion on how to solve whatever issue is happening, she'll just tell you that you're wrong, because she doesn't want to hear it right then. And I am exactly the same. I know how to handle her moods because they're the same as my moods. If she asks me, what was that drink we had at that one place that one time? I know the exact answer because she and I think the same. <laughs> I love seeing how my traits and behaviors have melded into my kids. It's fascinating to watch as it evolves over the years. I especially love to see when they take after me because after all, who better to emulate? <laughs> there you go. Yes, yeah. love it. Okay, so you said that um, adverse to change. You're not the only one in the family who is adverse to change. Matthew's adverse to change. Mm -hmm, You're adverse mm -hmm. to change. Um, especially Jessica is adverse I mean, to change. Yeah, I mean, I just I remember as a kid, mom always she always gave me the heads up because you know mm -hmm. just any little difference, you know, we're, you know, this year, we're not going to go on vacation here. We're going here. And she always gave me a couple months notice, you know, just, mm -hmm. and with my kids, it was, it was the same, it was the same thing. I didn't have to give them a couple months notice, but you know, I'm thinking, well, you know, depending on the situation, you know, like if we weren't going to go camping at the same place, you know, I had to let them know a little bit ahead of time. Mm -hmm. So they knew what to expect because otherwise they'd be like, what do you mean? We're not doing this. And, you know, they'd, they'd freak out. And, well, I mean, yeah. as in things even as little as the plain jello at Easter, yeah. Yeah, I yeah. mean, that was enough to like, yeah, I mean, exactly. Absolutely you know, just... blow their minds. Yep. And so being aware ahead of time, um, mm -hmm. knowing, I think you did a good job. You've always sat your kids down before a holiday and said, okay, you know, what has to happen? Yeah. Well, and uh, still, uh, to this day, I still do that. Mm -hmm. It's like, okay, for, you know, for this holiday to be a great holiday for you, what is one requirement you have to, you know, that has to happen. Mm -hmm. And, you know, they each give me their one requirement and I make sure those, you know, those three things happen and everybody's all happy. <laughs> so right down know. to the, the plain jello for Easter. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. Like this year, you know, it has to be, you know, we're doing the Easter egg hunt, right? Yep. Uh -huh. We're doing the, you know, or I'll say, you know, you know, what's one thing for Easter, you know, for Easter dinner that you, that has to be there mm -hmm. in order for it to, you know, like for me, it's the Hawaiian rolls. If we don't have Hawaiian rolls at Easter, it's, it's not Easter. <laughs> we have to have, we have, you know, it's, there's certain things, you know, that there's just, I'm, I am a stickler for tradition. You know, mm -hmm. it's like, you know, like the Christmas cookies, the, the you yep. know, making the, you know, the way we have done. to follow, we have yep. to follow grandma Iz's instructions because if not, it's not right. Yes. And it well, pisses me off when, what, when they don't, you know, when but you when, don't have a problem with breaking the rules, like the blue icing rule. That one I never understood though. <laughs> well, I shouldn't, I mean, but you know, it's, I guess it's some of it, you know, it makes them that, look sick. It's a sick yeah. color for Christmas. Yeah, I see. I, I disagree color. with that one. But, you know, like you and I suffered through, you, you, we didn't eat the, we, you know, mm -hmm. you don't eat the broken cookies. And so, mm -hmm. hey, if we, we, we suffered through it, we, you know. We get made, to inflict the same pain on the exactly. next generation. 
Yes. You know, well, it was kind of, it was kind of like well, Halloween. You know, mom never let me be a princess for Halloween. I was always a witch because witches are more scary. Mm-hmm. Well, and Halloween first... is not a holiday for beauty. Right. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so for how many years I insisted, you know, I made Jess be a witch or some kind of gruesome something, you know, it's like, because, you know, I, I never let her be something pretty, <laughs> you know, no, because Easter's or Halloween is meant to be scary, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so there are just certain things that, no, this is the way I had to do it. So you got to do it. So you got to suffer through it now too. Okay. Exactly. So your, your next one that you brought up was words of affirmation. Yes. Um, what are, I mean, so you really, I mean, what works for you totally is words mm-hmm. of affirmation. You oh, were totally. talking about Nathan and yep. yeah, that is kind of sneaky using the words of affirmation to, <sighs> to do things. Yeah. That is it, sneaky. But it really, it really worked for a lot of years until he got old enough to go, Hey, wait a second. Mm-hmm. You know, then he, then he kind of got to resent it a little bit and he, <laughs> and he, he still would help me out, but he's like, you know, mom, you know, you're, you're just, you're just saying that to get me to do something. But, and I mean, before I knew about the five love languages, I was still you doing still that. Knew that that was a motivator for him. It just, <laughs> but it, I go, yeah, it was a motivator and it, it just, I did it un, unknowingly, but mm-hmm. being, being the words of affirmation myself, that's how I communicate right. to People, right. That was know. a very natural way for you to exactly manipulate so just, people, get your kids yeah. to do what you wanted them to do. <laughs> yeah. It never worked with Bradley. Bradley's love language is gift giving, but I, I always say, I think that was just a ploy to get to, you know, get things. So, but actually now Bradley, he likes giving gifts. He puts so much thought into giving gifts, which is, which is because he loves gifts. Yes. Yeah. But it's like, but nobody in our family is gift giving other than him. Huh. You know, I, I, so now where did he, that, where did that come from? Where did that come from? That no come clue. From? <laughs> it's just, that's who he is. It is who he is. Yes. Yep. Yes. Yep. And then Jessica is quality time, which makes total sense. She always, I always called her my Velcro child. Mm-hmm. I mean, she was physically attached to me for so many years, but yeah, quality time and physical touch are more of Jesse's. Okay. And what about their dad? Uh, Phil is definitely acts of service. Oh, jeepers. Yes. Okay. So both your, um, your, both Jesse, Jesse and Brad, it's like, huh, yeah, where did that come from. Right. But you know, I mean, but I it is at, who they are. Yeah. Yeah. It's just who they are. Yep. Okay. So, so now in the looks department, um, oh. you know, you are 100% right. I mean, you do, be, I, I think it's more because of the dark hair, you know? Probably, yeah. You but are, Nathan has, Nathan now as an adult has dark hair as well. Yeah. Yeah. But, but you were saying a- about you and mom. And oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, people look at you people because of my, my lighter and grayish hair, you know, don't look at me as right. looking like mom, but when you look and break down our physical features, mm-hmm. I look a lot more like mom than you do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But the funny thing is um, Jess and mom did the, a Snapchat filter where it swaps faces. So, yeah. so Jesse and mom were side by side. And when you, when you did the Snapchat filter to swap the faces, so Jesse's hair is on mom's face and mom, mm-hmm. mom's hair on Jesse's face. It looked like the, it looked like mom and Jesse, but it looked like Jesse had wrinkles. <laughs> so, I mean, mom and Jesse look incredibly alike. Mm-hmm. Um, what, you know, like doing that. And like I said, in my writing, yeah. you know, the fact I did that Snapchat filter to make me look like a boy mm-hmm. and it looks just like Bradley. So on our blog, you should put down, you should make a picture of you, mm-hmm. Brad, and then the picture of you as a boy, you know, yeah. with a Snapchat filter. Yep. 
Yep, I have. Um, that that's be, what I, I'll have. Yeah, did you put that? Yeah, cool. I did. Yeah, cool. I'd love to see that. That would be yeah. very cool. Yeah. Um. So now, in the terms of reactions, oh, you're talking yes. about how you react to things. Uh huh. I love. I love to you know, like jump out at people and make them jump, or you know, teasing people and you know all that kind of stuff. And Nathan is just the same. And and that's I think why mom and Nate get. They she mm-hmm. Nate her mom understands Nathan so incredibly well because she mentioned that same. in her writing the other day that you know she loves the fact that he. Yeah, that that's a connection between the two of them that yeah. she finds very endearing. Yes, and Bradley and Jessica hate it. They just. <laughs> They absolutely hate it. I mean, I jump out at Bradley, and but and, and it's it's not even so much the jumping out, but it's his reaction that just it makes me dissolve into giggles. And then he continues reacting, and it just I sit there just you know cackling, mm-hmm. or like when I was teaching him to drive, and I actually j- turned him down a one way street, and he's freaking out. Oh my god, we're gonna die! And the more he's screaming, the more I'm giggling and and having hysterics, just because of his reaction. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you know, one time, you know, mother loves making people react. Mm-hmm. But there was one time in high school when a boyfriend and I were at the house when we heard her come. OK, and we hid uh-huh. so that she would not um, you know, so we could scare. Her. Mm-hmm. And when she came in the house, she right away knew somebody was there because the light was moving a little bit. <sighs> and so she was prepared for us. And when we jumped out, um, she um, was, was thinking there, you know, somebody, a burglar was in the house. Now, did she leave? No. <laughs> let's, let's turn this into a horror movie and let's walk towards the scary thing. Exactly. Um, yeah. She did not appreciate. I, I, I think I did that twice. And one of the times she actually slapped me. So, <laughs> yeah. So that, that's probably the second time. I don't think I did it again. <laughs> At oh, one time, I that the first time I didn't know she had come home and mm-hmm. I as she came home, she was alerted. Once again, she knew somebody was there and I started running up the stairs from the basement uh-huh. and she came to the top of the stairs and was going to push the intruder down the stairs. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> nice. And um, and uh, I was scared. She was scared. Oh, but the geez. second time, I think, is when she slapped me um, <laughs> because I had done that on purpose. So, yeah. So she's she likes to be the aggressor. Uh-huh. She likes to yep. be the reactee. No, the react yeah. the reactee. The one, the one causing the reaction. Yes, yes. Uh, she's not really big on being the, yeah on being poked yeah. with the pins. Mm-hmm. Yeah, same here. I agree. <laughs> I totally agree. Yeah, and Nathan too. He you know he doesn't when we tease him. Yeah, mm-hmm. it doesn't go. It goes over like a fart in church. I mean, <laughs> he, he does not like being teased and picked on or you know no. He doesn't react well to that. Okay. So let's move on to psychological challenges. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he, you've yeah. always been psychologically challenging. Yes. Yes. Yep. So, I mean, mother, um, you know, if, if she was worried about you and she had already harangued you with all of her ideas and thoughts, she'll call me and say, you've got to talk to your sister. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, or if you, I mean, you do the same thing. Where if there's something going on with dad, mm-hmm. you know that you don't have the skills to make nope. any kind of dent. Mm-mm. And I am pretty good at looking for my window of opportunity mm-hmm. and then making whatever needs to be said acceptable yeah, so, to the hearer. 
I think I take it. Yeah, so I take after dad in that respect. Yeah. Because dad, you have to talk to him a certain way. Mm -hmm. You have to catch him at a certain time, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know, to get, to get your thoughts through there. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, I mean, like, like I said, with the salt, you know, when Jess goes to her room to, let's say she's sulking, you know, we were up at the cabin and she was sulking and it was like, mm -hmm. let her, let her sulk. She's in mm -hmm. my room or in our room. Mm -hmm. She's not affecting anybody else. Nope. Um, let her be. If she wants to come join us, she will not hurting anybody else. She's right. not, in, you know, not inflicting a bad mood on us. She's, mm -hmm. you know, she took herself out of the equation, more power to her, you know, <laughs> and just let her be going and talking to her at this point. You're just going to, you know, escalate the situation, just leave her alone. Mm -hmm. And I was, just, I was the same way, except mother would mm -hmm. talk to me and talk to me and talk she to would, me. Yes. Mm -hmm. And it would just mm -hmm. perpetu perpetuate the issue. And it was, you know, it was just, just leave me alone. Maybe that's why I'm so comfortable with Craig. You're <laughs> right. You know, when we would, when, when she would have something she would, you know, say, and I wrote this about the, her car rides, you know, she would pick me up from, you know, wherever I was, whether it was a school activity or from grandma's house or wherever. Mm -hmm. And we would never, ever go straight home. Never. It was uh -uh. always a, I mean, half hour, at least a half hour, at least a half hour to drive and, eight blocks. Right. Right. Yeah, exactly. And uh, she drives slowly. Yes. Slowly. <laughs> Hang on. I just want to look at this one house <laughs> on the other side of town, on the other side of town yeah. in the, in the rural sub suburbs, <laughs> in oh, the rural God. subdivision. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, that is definitely, she would just go on and on and she knows on. how to beat a dead horse. Yes. Love you, mom. Yes. We do love you. <laughs> She loves listening to these. I know, uh, right? Yeah. She always wants to refute what we say. That's why we don't allow her on our on our calls. <laughs> but we speak the truth. We only speak the truth. Exactly. Yes. And the way we see it is the way it is. Exactly. Yes. So, yes. so but yeah. So I mean, as far as I mean, whether it's good or bad, right? We're not. Say, we're just saying this is the way it is yes. and the way it was. So correct from our perspective, which is right. right. <laughs> and yeah i mean but yeah mom mom tends to like when she would try to get me out of a mood or something mm -hmm. like that it was like just i just wanted to be left alone it, you're anything you say is not going to be right mm -hmm. so you know i'm not looking for you to solve an issue <laughs> yes, yes you know it was just i wanted somebody to to vent to to mm -hmm. you know just say this you know this pisses me off and for you to just go i hear you that, yes. yeah, that really is frustrating and be wanted done. to be seen and heard. Yes. And she would always try to solve the issue. Mm. And this is something I try to tell Phil, Jess's dad, you know, it's mm -hmm. like, you know, she, when she calls and she's bitching about something, she doesn't want you to solve it. No, no. She just wants to be heard. And so I just, I sit there and I let her bitch. Yep. And, you know, it's, and that's, I, I relate to her so well because God, I know exactly what she's thinking. She, you know, she doesn't want me, my solution. She knows how to solve it on her own. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. She just wants to go, this really pisses me off. And I, and I just go, yeah, I can see why that pisses you off. Mm -hmm, and, mm -hmm. you know, and so you really, it's, it's really irritating when I do this to mom and I tell, <laughs> I, I'll say, you know, I just want you to say, you know, I understand. She goes, oh, I understand. And I was like, well, it doesn't, <laughs> you know, it doesn't help me to say it now. <laughs> it's like, I want you to know this is what you're supposed to say. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think our relationship has always been kind of like that. Mm -hmm. yeah. You know, I haven't given you a lot of words of wisdom unless no. you ask me for it. Mm -hmm. 
if I, if I want your opinion, I'll ask you for your opinion, you yeah. know, you know, and, you know, otherwise it's like, yeah, I just, and, well, and same, you know, same with you to me. It's like, mm-hmm. you know, you'll call me an event and it's like, I'll say, I wish I had words of wisdom for you, but mm-hmm. I don't, mm-hmm. I understand how frustrating X, Y, Z can be. And yep. it's just sometimes just, yeah, it's, it's mm-hmm. needing that validation or just to, to know that somebody is commiserating with you. Right. Right. Yeah. I understand why this, you feel really shitty right now. You know, it's Mm -hmm. like, I wish I could help, you know, you know, and what's that, that's, what's really cool about that is, you know, in my life coach training, um, there is a concept called getting in the pool with someone. Okay. And, um, a coach is not supposed to get in the pool. The coach is supposed to stand outside the pool and, help the person figure out how to get in the pool. But what you're talking about is a whole different kind of conversation and discussion. I think it is just as valuable to have somebody who will jump in the pool pool and say, yeah, this is really fucking cold. <laughs> <You know? laughs> it's deep. It's, 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 it's the water stinks. You know, we yeah. got to get out of here. You've got to get out of here. You yeah. know, um, you know, that's a, a, a totally different um, relationship. Mm-hmm. But it, it sometimes that's really what you want. You just want somebody to understand and not fix you, you or you want to wallow right. in it for a little bit. You yeah, know? exactly. It's, yeah. Like, it's like, yeah, when Jess calls me and says, you know, that she's stressed out and she's mm-hmm. overwhelmed and this doesn't work and this yep. doesn't work. She's not looking for me to say, well, here's what you should do. No, mm-hmm. no, no. She, you know, she wants to, go, you know. And wants- isn't that part of the processing too? Yeah. I mean, when, when, when people say, you know, don't just, you know, hide, sweep your feelings under the rug. You've got to process them. Yeah. I think that's part of the processing process. Uh-huh. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. And, and when I was a kid, yeah, it was just, you know, anything you'd say to me when I was in that mood, oh, well, still to this yep. day, anything yep. you say you're wrong, you know, mm-hmm. I will find a reason or an excuse or something to say, you know, why this, this or that won't work. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it just, that yeah so but jesse and i yeah we do we think alike and we often tease with each other it's like um yeah we're just we're we're very very often on the same same mindset or you know Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. just have the same train of thought and you know she there was one christmas i voted i shouldn't i shouldn't even go into this one (laughs) there was one christmas there was i had i'd gone i'd gone to a store with some friends and there was this odd item I'm not, I'm not even gonna go into details about the whole item but I came home and and I told Jesse about this odd item this it was a, a three-foot item and shell stop I know. it <laughs> what is the freaking three-foot item is this like a blow-up doll or something it or? was like a, a it was like a blow-up doll yes. and okay I or, had told Jess about this yes. three-foot blow-up unmentionable purposes yes yes okay. and you know we had just laughed about it and so that it was Christmas time and I was helping Phil wrap presents and there was a present for me that I was wrapping and I mean so we we're talking this was a couple of months later and it was like a three-foot long box and I and all of a sudden I'm, I said what on earth did I ask for that's like three foot long and all of a sudden Jesse and I got eye contact and we both started cackling because <laughs> both of 
of us thought at the same exact time, you know, about this three foot, you know, item that I had told her about. And, and, you know, it wasn't that item, okay. but it was just, you know, <laughs> I'm sitting there going, it, Ooh, I never heard about yeah, this three foot item. But it, it was just the fact that, like I said, you know, she and I just instantly got eye contact and, mm-hmm. you know, a couple, like I said, it was a couple months later after I had initially ta- talked to her about this, and, but that was the first thing that she and I both thought, and we mm-hmm. just were often on the same mindset, just, you know, <laughs> be it warped or otherwise yes obviously yeah okay so I have one last question for you yes okay the thing that I've talked with um everybody else about is the um the debate do you think your kids are more affected by nature or nurture what's where do you stand on it and see and this again I like we talked about at at our last last time we got together I always get confused so nature is genetic genetic nurture is outward or external environment environment nature is genetic so it's hard because so think genetic or environment are they who they are or have you formed them to be who they are or you know that because of experiences I I think they are who they are um just because of that's what was in them. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I think, I think outward experiences have helped form them, but, you know, just thinking the words of affirmation stuff, you know I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like, there's nothing there that, you know, it's not you like a gene change. that they got from, some, you know, somebody that made them that way. It's just, mm-hmm. that's who they are. <laughs> and, you know, I mean, obviously looks wise. Yeah. They get that because of genes, but mm-hmm. that doesn't make, that doesn't make them who they are. Right. So, yeah. so it, and the things like aversion to change, um, reactions, psychological challenges. That that's a that's a good question. Um, I mean, so like the jury's the, out, huh? You have to yeah, think the, about ver- that the ver- yeah, because I mean, the adver- adverse to change, they could have got that simply by being around me and seeing how I you know, how mom handles me and how, you know, Mm -hmm. gives me heads up about change. And maybe I, maybe there's something I do. Maybe it's, maybe it's something in the environment here, because I'm thinking, (laughs) I'm thinking like our animals, Mm -hmm. you always have these calm, chill animals. (laughs) And I always have these psychotic, crazy animals. And, you know, is that nature versus nurture? You know, I think there's something in your environment that's just Zen. And there's something in my environment that goes, ah, you know, so (laughs) there you go. Animals. I mean, yeah, you always have chill animals, you know, just, yeah. And my animals are always psychotic. Mm -hmm. So interesting. Yeah. And love you, Judy, but Judy's are neurotic. And mothers and mothers are mothers are hyper and the, and like, our high maintenance. High mothers maintenance. are always high maintenance. Yes, yes, yes. always. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh huh. So we've got chill, crazy, neurotic, and high maintenance. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, so yeah, they're gonna love this one. I... <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. On that pleasant note, Michelle, I think we're going to wrap things up. <laughs> yeah. Maybe I shouldn't go to Easter. <laughs> Maybe not. 
Oh, um, yes. I, I'm afraid they're going to take that um, rather negatively. So I know. No, but, no, that, no, that, no meanness intended. No meanness intended. It's, it's like I've said before, like I've said to both, I think I've said this to both of them personally, it's their quirks. Yep. Own it. It is. Yeah, you, we were going to write about quirks. And... Yeah, they are. You guys are who you are. <laughs> Own it. You know, there's nothing right or wrong about it. It just, it. you are who you are. And we love you where you're at. So, you know, be In neurotic. In spite of your neuroses. And, we, uh... we, you know, if you're neurotic, be neurotic. It's, it is, you are who you are. If you're high maintenance, you're high maintenance. We're not going to change you at this point. We don't want to change you. It just, we love you where you're at. So be who you are. Be you. Be you. you be you. Yes. Exactly. Love it. And to, you know, if you don't, if people don't love it, they don't have to be around you, but we love it. So we we'll love keep it. you around <laughs> for, for at least a little while more. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Cool. So. <laughs> All right. Okay. We'll talk to you later, Shell. Later, Lise. Love you. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. And before we call it a wrap, I just want to say that I would absolutely love to hear from you. If you have any questions about what we talked about today or any other topics that you would like to see addressed on the podcast, just go to the Sidetrack Sisters page or the Sidetrack Legacies group on Facebook. We would love to engage with you and grow together on this legacy journey. Don't forget, if you like what you heard, please, please be sure to leave a review for us on Google Play, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening. And also, be sure to subscribe or follow us to be notified of new episodes. So, that about does it. Thank you so much for listening today. Our goal for this podcast is to inspire you to look at your own life, tap into the memories, find the wisdom, and write it down as a legacy for your loved ones. Until next time, take care. Take care.